you direct response people know what kind of advertising works and what doesn't work. You know to a dollar. The general advertising people don't know. Welcome to the Advertising Podcast. A presentation of the Brandon Fredericks Agency. Oh, and thank you for watching, listening, doing both. Because <laughs> as as I've, you'll find out if this is your first video, uh, or or whatever you're listening to, video or thing you're listening to, uh, you, as you'll find out, this is, uh, you know, we're posting this stuff uh, multiple different places. So um, starts out as a Facebook Live, and we'll get into why we chose that. But and and then we'll we'll get into this. So thank you for joining. Joining is the phrase I'm trying to use because that is. Uh, platform neutral, right? And uh, platform neutral language, one of the tips that we're going to discuss, by the way. But uh, thank you for joining. This is the fourth episode, another platform um, this platform agnostic phrase there episode. So thank you for joining. joining. This is the fourth episode in our series. Notice none of those being platform specific. Um, yesterday, I gave you uh, the secret to making Facebook, uh, pre predominantly Facebook, but also a few other social channels, but making Facebook work as a cash generating machine for your business. And we talked about how to use custom audiences and I, in conjunction with IBB to really take your branding messages and turn them into conversion messages, which is, of course, the whole goal of what um, we do as an agency in the direct marketing world. So direct marketing is not anti-branding. It's just anti-branding for branding's sake. It's, a, it's more about branding for the goal of moving prospects closer along to wherever we want them to go, whether it's a college application or whether it's, you know, um, selling an oil change, you know, or those different, those different spectrum, uh, different spectrums. But today I'm going to talk about some of the specific tools and resources that you can use. And they're free-ish. They all have like premium versions, but um, free-ish. And I'll talk about how I came to know them and why I use them. And we're not using them for our agency, and I'll talk about why that as well. But um, I'm Skip. I'm the president of the Brandon Fredericks Agency. We, we are um, a direct marketing agency. We help businesses grow through advertising. Uh, and we just, by the way, name, figured out the name of our podcast. And so um, I'm not going to announce it yet be until we uh, buy the URL and get all that going. And that may come as a surprise to you if you're listening to our podcast that we are um, now four episodes in before actually naming what you're listening to and that is uh that just goes to show by the way that you don't have to have everything perfect before you launch what what matters most is getting the content right and getting the messaging right and then building it out from there because a lot of times um, you get sort of this um, analysis um, paralysis right you get sort of overwhelmed in the minutiae and you never actually take action, and so that's not um, that's a that's a killer for businesses is being so terrified to take that first step. Um, sometimes it's just better to you know take off running, and then if you fall down, figure out where you fell down and fix it. Um, so anyway, 
what you're experiencing right now is intent-based branding. You're actually in the middle of our of our intent-based branding platform. Um, and I'm, I'm giving this, uh, I've, if, you, if you've listened to the others, you're probably going to get tired of me saying this, but you, the reason why uh, it's important to know is because if you look at our social channels um, on the agency side, they're very small. But the reason that they're very small is because that wasn't a focus. We just started this uh, literally, what, we are now four episodes in, so we are now four days into our plan, and we've already reached several thousand people Whereas we were reaching a whopping zero on average, uh, because that wasn't the focus of the agency. You know, I joined the agency in, in February, and was mostly concerned about internal things, making sure that we were executing everything that we should be, and that we had proper processes and people and products in place. Um, so that was the focus before doing any sort of outreach. And we we had a steady stream of new business from referrals and just a little bit of business that was sort of trickling in. And so it wasn't like we needed this sort of massive push. But now that we've got um, our products, processes, and people in place, now we want to scale it up. And so you'll notice that there are some things that I'm we're preparing for before we take action. So like, in other words, our core product, making sure we get that right before we scale it out. And that's very different than what I'm saying about like our social media channel, where I'm saying um, that you know we're going to start it and then tweak it along the way. Um, it, it is two different. It is two different things. You know, you need to have that core that's unchanging, and then everything else around it, you need to be flexible about. And that's that's really lean business strategy, which is not the goal of this video today to talk about. But anyway, that is in case you want to do some further googling and things that I'm sure will turn into episodes later. But that is called lean business strategy, um, where you have this sort of core that you don't change. Everything else around it, you need to be more flexible on. And so, um, anyway, when it comes down to it, intent-based branding is all about who do you help, what do you help them do, and how can you help them for free. And so, in our case, we help business owners and marketers um, grow through advertising and marketing. And how can we help them for three for free? How can we help you for free? It's by doing tips, advice, and strategy. And so that's exactly what we're doing. And so. Once you sort of answer that question, you can begin to build out a content calendar of, okay, well, let's do tips on this, let's do some information on this. And don't feel like you need to do, plan out the next two years, right? Just plan out a few weeks and then get started. Um, you want to pick, uh, pick your primary platforms, um, the, and then we're going to in institute what um, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, calls the pillar content strategy. And just like Frank Kern with IVB, I don't think Gary V invented it. Um, maybe he did, but I know he popularized it. So it's certainly associated with him. So that's certainly where I heard about it from. And that's where I think the world heard about it from. So anyway, uh, basically the the actual technical what we're doing, which is what we talked about um, a couple of videos ago, but uh, doing a Facebook Live every day for about 15 minutes. We're downloading that, uploading it to YouTube, taking the audio from it, scrubbing it off, turning it into a podcast. And so already notice one 15-minute video is living in three different places, and then we're gonna do. Then, then we gonna do. That's some good English, right? Then we're gonna do um, a 60-second live on TikTok, talking about the live we did on Facebook. Then we're gonna do a 60-second live on Instagram, talking about the live we did on Facebook um, or YouTube. We pick basically one of those channels and toss to toss to one or the other. Um, then posting it on Twitter, 
uh, posting the YouTube link on Twitter and doing an Instagram Facebook story uh, with literally the phone pointed at the screen and then posting also on their Google My Business page. And so you'll notice that we're talking about 15 minutes worth of work plus maybe 10 minutes worth of work in just the time it takes to literally copy and paste and post on those other channels. So you're talking about a 30 minute a day uh, commitment that is not particularly hard from a technical standpoint and not particularly hard from a content standpoint because if you're talking about the right topic um, you shouldn't have to do a ton of prep you know I'm not doing a ton of uh, you know <laughs> it may be obvious but I'm not doing a ton of prep for these uh, for, for these live videos uh, really what I'm doing is uh, figuring out what I can help you with that what am I good at what have I had experience with and then putting that together and so Let's get into our topic today, which is the five free marketing tools to dominate um, social media. Um, what you may not know about me is, you know, I went from uh, being, you know, vice president in, in the in the media world um, over a, a very large division of a very large company with an essentially infinite budget um, to having essentially no. Uh, I left that to go into ministry. And the ministry did really well. We were able to grow um, and reach about 400,000 different people, all you know, in several different countries, um, and not just like page reach. By the way, <laughs> they're talking about actual, general, genuine conversations um, with about 400,000 different people, uh, over 400,000 different people in several different countries, establishing multiple different outposts and those types of things. Um, and we were able to do that in just a couple of years, uh, and uh, as well as launch a book. And I had no budget whatsoever, no team whatsoever, no budget whatsoever. And so I had to get really good at being crafty and using some of these tools and using them for the free. And so I can say there are some better tools out there um, than what I'm recommending today, but for the money... Uh, there's not. So everything I'm recommending is either free or free-ish, meaning it's either free um, or they have a premium version that's not hundreds of dollars a month if you want the premium version. It's like $10 a month if you want the premium version, but you can also make the free work if you need to. So um, so this is the uh, how to sort of bootleg or bootstrap. Or actually, that's a good Freudian slip there. We'll just leave it. At, it's a, a bootstrap and bootleg, um, a, a social presence. Um, the first tool I'm going to recommend is Hootsuite. Um, Hootsuite is uh, a freemium thing. Uh, you're allowed to schedule um, a certain number of posts and connect, I think, three social channels. I don't th think it is three social channels. And so I really, I picked uh, for my ministry, I picked Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, uh, which are still the largest, most dominant players, by the way. Um, I picked those three social channels because that, that's all you get with the free one. But it allows you to schedule out your posts. And um, you could schedule out, I think, I think it was 10 posts maybe. Um, I forget the exact number that you could schedule out. But what I would basically do is on Monday morning, I would sit down and I would schedule out the majority of my week's posts, the sort of evergreen stuff, the link sharing and all of those things. Um, I would I would schedule those posts out in advance 
so that a day didn't go by and I think, oh goodness, I didn't even post anything on you know Twitter. I didn't even post anything over there um, because that looks really bad. And just like going to the gym or going to do your homework or doing whatever whatever sort of thing you don't like in life, one day turns into one week, turns into one month, and suddenly someone's coming to your Facebook page or they're coming to your Twitter page and it's been six months since you've posted anything and that makes you look like you just don't give a darn about your business. And I know that that's unfair and, and believe me, uh, you know, my brother's a business owner. I'm a business owner, obviously. Um, you know, I, it's easy to get distracted by these things, but it is important if you're looking to grow your business um, social media matters and uh, it's really inexcusable to go a, a full day without posting. You need to be posting three times, I mean ideally at least three times a day. Um, and not necessarily saying that you need to do a live three times a day. I mean you can do that once but just sharing articles, sharing information, posting something, do that three times a day. And if you're struggling with what to post with what's where to sort of get the content um the paid version of hootsuite actually has um has information like that you know what actually are paid so we also offer a paid um social social media tool by the way that's very much like hootsuite um but just better because it talks to the rest of your marketing stuff um and i wasn't even thinking about that when i was putting these tools together <laughs> But that is why, um, you know, I kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of alluded to it when I said that we don't use Hootsuite at the agency. The reason we don't use Hootsuite at the agency is because we have our own social media tool. So we obviously use our own. Um, but we do sell that as a standalone product too. So just shameless plug. But, um, but where you can basically plug in RSS feeds so that you can see like what. Whatever sort of magazine or trade articles are in your information or in your industry. So say, um, say you are a local car dealer, then you want to see what's going on. You know, you can pull in like the NADA, that North American Dealer Association articles. You can pull in Ford articles or Toyota articles, or you know, or you can pull in you know Car Gurus articles. Those types of things. Pull those into a feed so that you don't have to think of all these different topics because nobody has you know who has original content to say five or six times a day? Nobody. And so you can go in there and through Hootsuite, you know, share it through our own social stuff, share it. Um, I'm trying to think of what the name of our social media tool generator is. Just go to our website. Um, you can get to it from our website, uh, brandonfredericks.com. Um, but, uh, or, you know what, pull a snapshot report. That's, that's the thing I've been tossing to anyway. So snapshot.brandonfredericks.com, snapshot.brandonfredericks.com allows you to see where you rank against your competitors and in, against your industry. Um, and then if you want the social media tool, we can price that out for you too. But, um, the other sort of, the other tools I would use are Canva and Spark. Now Canva gets a lot of conversation about it because it is a very very powerful very easy easy to use user-friendly platform I like spark better um, spark is Adobe's version of that same type of thing where it has a lot of preloaded templates and you can change it um, but canva and spark both of those are freemiums where it starts off free and then you can pay for more but 
I um, I highly recommend using that because that gives you the graphics that you use. You know, if you see these these beautiful posts, um, not this beautiful post that you're looking at right now, but the more graphically beautiful posts, those are all done uh, all done using that. Now, again, we don't use that as the agency because we have you know Photoshop and some of the um, and an actual graphic artist staff. But in case you don't have a team of graphic designers and you know with Photoshop and all of that stuff, Canva and Spark can be a really great way. Um, to get quality images and make them look good. Um, another Adobe tool that I'll recommend that's also a freemium is Rush. Um, I think it's literally rush.adobe.com. Um, and I'm not, we're not affiliates of any of this stuff, by the way. This is, this is purely a pure recommend. Um, but Rush is the other free tool I would recommend. It essentially is the video version of what Canva and Spark are where it has some pre-made templates, things like lower thirds, which is like where the name scrolls across the bottom, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of those things just preloaded and pre-mixed that you can just drag and drop and anybody, excuse me, anybody can make a video. Uh, my daughter, she's seven, um, was playing with the iPad uh, last night, actually, and was sitting there and just for fun made, you know, a, a nice looking, really cool looking video. Um, just playing around with it using photos on the iPad and, and those types of things. So if my seven-year-old daughter can do it, um, you can do it. She's incredibly smart, but uh, so are you, right? Um, and then the the last uh, the last sort of uh, thing, so there's, there's the sort of free tools. So Hootsuite, Canva, Spark, Rush. And then the last thing I will tell you, the last free tool is actually your old content. Post the same thing everywhere. Um, do not be afraid to recycle, recycle, recycle content. And so that's one of the biggest sort of misconceptions I hear business owners have all the time. Um, and marketers, sometimes CMOs, it's even worse, where they, in their mind, everyone's always seeing their content. But the dirty secret is nobody's watching your stuff or liking your stuff. Um, it's okay, <laughs> you know. It's it's okay to say the same thing on Twitter that you are on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Now, yes, in an ideal world, you would tailor the content specific to that platform. But um, in lieu of the ideal world, in the world that we're actually in, there's no reason to do that because you've really got different audiences. It's very unlikely that the same person following you on Facebook is also following you on Twitter and those types of things. So that's rule. That's reason one number one why recycling is a good thing. It's because um, you're reaching a different audience. Reason number two why recycling is a good thing is because frequency is a good thing. And I'll repeat that. Frequency is a good thing. Um, in other words, you know, I don't know when you learned your ABCs, but I'm assuming you weren't just told them once and then that was it. Um, frequency is actually a good tool to get a message across. So don't be afraid to repeat yourself. Don't be afraid to repeat yourself. So recycling is a good is a good tool for that, and then three. Um, the reason why recycling is good is because even if someone does follow you or like you on a particular platform, take Facebook for example, the number of likes and followers you have is really irrelevant compared to the number of people that watch your content. Um, we we boosted our first video that we did in this series. Um, you know, and it's gotten, it's gotten, you know, over, you know, I forget exactly how many views, but um, over a thousand, over to, or close to 2,000, I think, views. 
um, even though we have only have like a couple hundred followers right now, um, which again is by design because we did absolutely nothing. I actually don't know why those couple hundred, we'd, we love you and thank you, but I don't know why you're following us for so long when we weren't posting anything. But um, <laughs> uh, but even but just because you have followers, less than 1% of the people that are following you organically are going to actually get your content to begin with. Um, so don't be if don't think that just because you said something it's like it's done forever you can never again do that topic or never again you know do that thing um i wouldn't repeat images necessarily i would at least vary up the images but other than that recycle 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 content um don't be afraid don't be afraid to say the same thing you know if you're a roofer and you're like um, you know, roofers have been the example I've been using. If you're a roofer and you're like, I just don't have that many like home tips or I don't want to have that, that much more to say, then start addressing topics again. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, that's absolutely, absolutely okay. So there you go. There are your five free marketing tools to dominate social media. I look forward to talking with you later. If you like this content, then please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share it with someone who you think it may help. And if you would like more free tools, help, and information on the Brandon Fredericks Agency, just go to theadvertisingpodcast.com. That's T-H-E, advertisingpodcast.com. Thanks so much.